Welcome to episode four. Of Kingdom Hearts Discussions of Auditory. I am your host Jason Sohail and join with me is my good friend Scott. Hey, what's up? What is going on? This week we're gonna be looking at Deep Jungle, a revisit to Traverse Town, and you know what? It's cold, so let's get into some Agrabah here. Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's could use a could use a good desert right about and now. That is uh, Scott's Mega Man uh, phone thing. He what he doesn't realize he has to mute his phone while we're doing a podcast. Oops, that's from No More Heroes, by the way. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry, No More Heroes. I apologize. I should have known that. You know, <laughs> the third game just came out. I was all excited for it, and then I still haven't bought it yet. <laughs> but all right, so so yeah. Uh, you know, Kingdom Hearts, uh, one thing I do want to preference with Deep Jungle, this is the only game that we're going to see Tarzan in, unfortunately. That's a that's a real bummer. I know. I like Tarzan. I know. I, I like Tarzan, too. I uh, really like that movie. That I actually really like... I know for a lot of people it's a forgettable movie, but I actually really liked it. It was good. Uh, I It was one... <laughs> I will say before I bought the before I saw the movie, I bought the soundtrack because <laughs> in the it's late nice. '90s I was like a really big Phil Collins fan. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it, the CD is all Phil Collins. That 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 that's the only like uh there like there's only like one song where like there's a character singing, uh, and that that's it. And like even that song like Phil Collins like takes over like their <laughs> voice. Never give Phil Collins leeway. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. unfortunately with uh, Kingdom Hearts uh, Square, they just, for some reason, Square or Disney, they just could not land the rights with Ed, with the Edgar Rice Burroughs estate again. Oh, yeah, I do wonder what happened there if that's the case, because they did a pretty faithful, you know, kind of adaptation of the world and the characters from the Disney movie, so uh, maybe they just... It could have just been something as simple as they just weren't interested. They just probably did not like tree surfing. That's what I think it is, because that's what the movie was famous for. Well, tree you don't surfing. like tree surfing, you don't like Tony Hawk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all that. That's one of the things I remember from it, is they referenced a lot of Tony Hawk movement right. for uh, Tarzan's tree surfing. Yes. Yeah. And, and, they, and they gave him braids. Those weren't braids. Those were dreadlocks, man. I'm sorry, dreadlocks. That's what I meant, dreadlocks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, something something I'll never forget is so it was around uh, this time when Disney bought the company Saban, and eventually they bought Power Rangers with Saban, and they had like the one of the first series like they got their hands on was Power Rangers uh, Wild Force. The thing was, like, when they introduced the Red Ranger for that show, he looked just like Tarzan. Like, they gave him, like, the Tarzan hair and everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, like, that was, I just remember, like, the Panther community, like, freaking out. They're like, oh, my God. Disney's, like, taking over. Like, they're, they're putting their, the Mickey Mouse is putting their influences right on, right oh, on the Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, upon getting into Deep Jungle, um, I kind of expected... Like after doing Alice in Wonderland and the Hercules, 
worlds, I kind of figured that they would kind of, while you know, you've got your story going for the game, they would kind of adapt the movies for each game world around what was going on in the game. Right. And I think that I, I haven't seen the Tarzan movie in a long time, but I have a feeling that that's kind of what happened here. You know, you kind of stumble upon Jane and Clayton, and the old professor is nowhere. Yeah, no, the old professor is not there for some reason. And uh, the, the 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 monkeys had no voice acting whatsoever. I guess they couldn't get Rosie O'Donnell to come back. Right. Well, it's also because only Tarzan can understand the uh, gorillas and the elephants. So when you're Sora, Sora doesn't understand them that's another that was another reason why they they chose with the grunting because jane and the old man and clayton they couldn't understand the gorillas but they understood donald and goofy they did yeah they understood (laughs) them they understood them that's why i was trying to say not animals i was just trying to (laughs) but um yeah when when you first land on the world and everything after after having to fight that uh i want to say it was a cheetah Something like that? No, not leopard. A, a leopard. That was it. A leopard. Sabor. Um, like Kyrie shows up for like a split second, oh. and it's one of those things. If Sora, Sora sees her, Donald and Goofy are just like, "Hey, what you looking at?" And you know, he looks away, and she he looks back, and she's gone. And it's right. like, "All right, what's going on here?" And um, you know, you just kind of it, it, it's very straightforward. I don't want right. I I don't want to do a verbal or an right. oral walkthrough of the game. Right, right, right. You know, right. the party meets up. I, I do like how they kind of included them in in just the the forward movement of, I guess, the story for that world. Clayton's trying to find his way to find his... Yeah, he's trying to get to the secret nesting ground so he can get him some monkey meat. Right, exactly. Basically. He wants he wants himself a trophy. And that's where the Heartless come in. That is exactly where the Heartless comes in. Because and, his lust for power drew the Heartless to the world of Deep Jungle, and because of that, Clayton met his very unfortunate end. That's right. After riding an invisible uh, chameleon, chameleon, yeah, Heartless, yeah. That so, was a, that was a very interesting uh, fight because uh, it was a little rough because you didn't know where you're hitting. Yes, yes, yeah. Like uh, if I remember. I don't even think you could target the the invisible. No, you had. I had to target Clayton until the right uh, until the chameleon unveiled itself, and even then, I just focused on Clayton because his gunshots are doing more to me than the, whatever the chameleon was doing. Right, right, exactly. Uh, now, like something with the Kingdom Hearts, when you go to the Kingdom Hearts world, they either do a Kingdom Hearts like story with the world, or they kind of just kind of like do like a short version of the movie that's and, that's what it felt like and this one was like it i mean like, it wasn't the perfect retelling of tarzan because obviously uh uh Kerchank, uh spoilers uh, he does not die unlike he did in the tarzan movie uh because that was like the that was the big scene um, oh that, yeah that's right yeah yeah because he shoots him but like he over here he shoots and it gets scared he kind of gets up and like runs away yeah uh like uh, other than that, um, other than that, it was it's very straight, straightforward. This is the one I I kind of tell people like if you can do this one first because after you finish it, you get cure and <laughs> cure helps so much because yeah. not only you get cure, Donald gets cure. I, I definitely could have used that because I was I was having a potion shortage up into this point. Right. 
because I was not I was not going back to Traverse Town because a I didn't want to have to travel through all of the uh, right exactly yeah gummy gummy areas to get to the next world to do it again to get back to Traverse Town to go just go to the item shop it just felt too out of the way to to do that it's like I feel like I'd waste 15 20 minutes just get going there and coming back right and I right. was like you know what whatever I'm sure I'll find a potion or two along the way and the enemies drop enough HP as you defeat them and stuff and I got um like treasure vacuum or whatever from goofy so that treasure magnet treasure magnet so that helped out a little bit yeah i think goofy's the first well it depends on like what you choose and everything i should say but uh i know goofy learns it before donald does at least uh i don't know i don't know if there's a way for sora to learn it before goofy um but eventually eventually all three We'll yeah, get to learn it. It does, it, say, a, it does say that equip more for greater area of yeah. effect. So right. Uh, so uh, a couple things I want to talk about uh, deep jungle for uh, for you. Uh, one, do you have you at this point have you ran into the white mushrooms enemies? Yeah, I've seen them all over the place, and I've seen this kind of thing in Final Fantasy games before uh-huh. with enemies. Right. Of uh, it as a non-combative em- enemy, so they obviously want you to do something. Right. So I have not figured it out yet. Right. So they've got a bunch of different animations they go through, and I've got a few spells, so I've tried casting it on them, and I just haven't gotten the right spell to right. the animation that they're doing yet. Yeah. So so you're you're on the right track. Um, it is a spell thing. Uh, they basically play charades, and you just got to figure out. When what they do what, yeah. what, it, what is what, as a hint, uh, when they're fanning themselves, that means that um, that that they're warm and they want to get cool. Right. So. I think that was the first one I figured out because yeah. in the second world, I came into a room of them and one of them was doing that and I hit them with Blizzard and it gave a positive chime and they started doing another one and I'm yeah. like, I have no idea what this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to so. do it like uh, three in a row. Uh, what's annoying, what gets annoying is if you want like 100% this game, um, you have to do this because they drop a, I already forgot what the what the item synthesis item is but they're the only ones who can do it and like because they're a rare enemy they because they kind of like show up uh in in deep jungle it's actually really easy to spawn them oh so um the other one i want to know if you ran into this in deep jungle there is you know those like bell wizard enemy things like they kind of fly in the air the they're basically the mages yeah and the, their color denotes what kind of magic they cast. Exactly. So you've Did, got green for cure, you've got yellow for lightning, blue for ice, yeah. and red for fire. Right. Did you run into a black one? No. Okay. Um, like, that just shows, like, how much I've <laughs> I've been in uh, deep jungle than, than you. But I also was, like, <laughs> using that to, like, get my characters up to, like, level 25. <laughs> just because it's a good leveling ground. Uh, yeah. Um, the, what Final Mix does is that... In each world, there's these secret enemies that weren't in the original game. Oh, okay. And uh, these guys, they also drop uh, synthesis. And if you want to complete Jimmy's, Jiminy's journal, you have to like find these enemies. And, in, and you have to de- defeat them because the way to defeat them is like another like mystery kind of thing. Okay, so it's, it's definitely added bonus for old players coming back for these new versions basically exactly uh, it, it, exactly little, it, it's not more you can do yeah it's not it's not something necessary but it is something like hey here's some other stuff for you and especially for people who play it because don't forget like kingdom hearts final mix came out like 
a year after Kingdom Hearts in, in Japan, not in here. So yeah, yeah, we they, never they, they want to make sure like they got. I don't they want to make sure like they got that audience to come back and buy this game. I don't think they got. I don't think we got Final Mix until the PS3 version, right? We did not get Final Mix yeah. until the PS3 version, uh, and I can tell you the one thing that annoyed me the most. I have the collector's edition of Dream Drop distance and it was like the 10 year anniversary uh that's why they made the the that collector edition and then it came with like postcards of every kingdom hearts game and then like they went and like did like the final mix of like one two and birth by sleep and i was like oh come on you can't just give me the you can't make this and then you'd be like hey oh by the way <laughs> these are for versions of the games you guys don't have yeah, exactly yeah and because at that time that was still like a pipe dream uh, here yeah. we are, all the games on one system. Yeah. Uh, another thing I do want to bring up on on, uh, on Deep Jungle, the last thing I want to bring up with, I don't know if you noticed this or not, in the camp, did you see a Beauty and the Beast Easter I egg? I did. I did. It was the teacup set. That's right. I saw that and I was just like, hey, wait a second. That looks very familiar. Even some of the furniture kind of looked like the Beauty and the Beast furniture. Right. Okay. But it was the teacup set specifically. Mrs. Potts and the teacups were an easter egg in the original tarzan movie i don't remember that oh i remember that 100 because in when i was like when i was in high school i watched uh disney channel all the time and that was like one <laughs> trivia that they told us before like the movie came out i see yeah and yeah, I, yeah that was that was pretty fun to see yeah and i just remember when i first saw it, when i first played the game i was like oh that's cool they brought this uh, they brought this Easter egg back from the actual movie itself. So yeah, that. But yeah, that's that's all I got for Deep Jungle. Oh, I, I guess a, a final comment on oh. on Deep Jungle would be that I, this is the first world that the Heartless are actually themed. I think. <gasps> oh yes, yes, because, because we have the power uh, bouncy and the power wild. Yeah, they're the monkey. The monkeys, yeah, Heartless. Because yeah, up to yeah, then and they're only well, except for Coliseum, but they're only in this world. Yeah, yeah, it was it was the first time seeing something that wasn't the standard regular Heartless, the armored ones, or the you know the the mage ones that right. fly around and stuff, and right, the, the the big guys that you have to attack from behind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't actually, I don't think there was any large bodies in this one, if I remember. I, I don't remember seeing any. Yeah. I, I played it yesterday. So. Right. <laughs> uh, so, so after that, you know, we got a we got a gummy, and you, they're like, "Oh, we gotta give this to, we gotta give this to Leon." Oh yeah, yeah. And, but um, yeah, um, after after the battle with Clayton and, and and finishing out the deep jungle, you get the cutscene after you find the gummy, and you're oh, going yeah. back. You know, it, Donald's like, "Hey, we should go talk to Leon back in Traverse Town." Right. You get a sh very short cutscene. With Maleficent. And I forget oh, yeah, that's who, right. I forget who it was with. I think it was... I it think was with it was, everybody. Was it with everybody? I thought it was with just Hades. But um, basically, she confirmed, yes, I'm trying to gather the princesses. Right. And that's it. And and, and, then, and, and we see Alice. And you see, yeah, Alice yeah. comes out. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right, because Oogie Boogie was there. And, yeah, and the rest. yeah. Because so, that was the big thing was... Oh, this is where Alice is. Yeah. They kidnapped Alice. They they kidnapped Alice. And then back to Traverse Town. Now, going back to Traverse Town was not a big deal. I have an issue with this game going back to Traverse Town. I want to hear this. Is that the game is very obtuse and objective sometimes. Uh -huh. They will not tell you what you need to do other than, hey, go find Leon. Now, at some point I had earned the red Trinity symbol. Right. And I... 
I forget when I got it. I, I, at, at Deep Jungle. At Deep, well, yeah, deep at, Jungle. At Deep Jungle. After you beat Deep Jungle is when you get the Red Trinity. <laughs> but I must have been doing something else the moment that it was just like, hey, you've got this new Red Trinity. Because I go back to Traverse Town, and I made about a dozen laps through all the districts. Uh-huh. I um, did all of the, I, I think I did a lot of the side stuff, like, I found the empty house with uh-huh. Merlin, and I was right. just like, oh, cool, it's Merlin from Sword and Stone. Uh-huh. And also, uh, the fairy godmother was there. Right, yeah, the fire fairy godmother uh, was which, there. Another interesting fact, when you go into that empty house, Kyrie shows up again. Yep. And you're just like, all right, what is going on here? Why is Kyrie only showing up in Jedi ghost form to right. Sora here? Because, again, Donald and Goofy go, hey, Sora, who are you talking to? Right, right, exactly. And he looks away, and he looks back, and she's gone. And then Merlin shows up. So... So I, I gotta ask, when you're doing all these like twenty laps and everything, did you talk to Yuffie? I never found Yuffie. Yuffie is right outside of the mailbox, and she tells you, "Go to the alleyway, because that's where Leon's at." Well, <laughs> I made like twenty laps, so by the time I finished Traverse Town, I was pushing thirty in levels. <laughs> yeah. So, this- so I'm 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 I think I'm pretty I'm I'm gonna be coasting for a world or two. You're on probably levels. gonna be coasting, but but yeah. Um, Yuffie's like the person, like she's the only person that gives you the hint of like where. Yeah, because I would never have figured out to go to the alleyway to use the Red Trinity symbol right. on, and that's like I've played a lot of RPGs in my day, and I've played a lot of games that are like simply just obtuse in that fact. But I just felt really stupid once I figured it out, and it's just like, oh, but I didn't know it was there. Right. So, I will say something I realized that Kingdom Hearts 1 does not have that the other Kingdom Hearts games will get. They don't have a map. Yeah, it does not have a map. I, like, for some reason, I thought, because like, in Kingdom Hearts 2, you actually have to, each world, you have to, like, open a big treasure chest for for the map. Uh, but, like, because there's no map, they also, like, there's no way for it to tell you there's no way for it to point to where you go next, and like, but yeah, like in this instance, it I can see it's it. it so if this were 20 years ago when right. the game originally came out, I don't think it would have been as big of a deal for me because games like that didn't really, they didn't really do the whole on the map go here. Like, right, it never led you to your directive or objective. Right. You would always have to talk to NPCs to figure out what's going on, but game, you know, as time has gone on, games have gone more and more to pointing you exactly yeah, where you need yeah. to go. It's it's not that it's a bad thing. No. It's just it's just a thing that has changed. I've always said this about uh modern games is because you have these people that they've paid to animate these scenes, to write these scenes, to voice act these scenes. The developers are going to want you to live the story. They don't like that. That's actually my big complaint about like modern games because if that they've now gone to like, oh, here's a story, we're going to give you a story, and instead of like, oh, like here's some like gameplay you want to keep playing over and over again, yeah, that's like uh, th- that. That's just my rant about modern games, but like, I mean, I know I'm a low percentage on this, but I'm also old, so yeah, the older you get, it, that just seems to be a thing, right? But I find Leon. And he's in this weird-looking underground tunnel right. under Traverse Town with, like, this kind of small channel of water that... Like a moon and stars mural on the... Uh, that's got to mean something later. Right. Um, so we talk to him, and uh, 
he has no idea what this gummy is. This gummy right. piece that we found in Deep Jungle is. He's just like, uh, go talk to Sid. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm like, wait, I could have like teleported to Sid. You had to make me go all this way. But um, I, th- I think it was him that said basically, oh, the, the, the Heartless, uh, they try to enter the world through the keyhole and do something to the world core. Right. So what they do to make the world disappear, I mean, I, I, I guess I still don't quite understand what the end game is if they're trying to make worlds disappear. Uh, the I, the objective really isn't clear. We've got Maleficent. Right. She's been she's using the Heartless for some unknown reason. Um, they're taking worlds out. Right. Uh, what happens to the worlds when they get destroyed? We don't know. I do know that if a heart is strong enough when a world is destroyed, you get it as a summon. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so that's right. Because you do get your first summon, and it was Simba. Yep. So. With that in mind, we go back and we talk to Sid, and he goes, Oh, hey, that's a navigation gummy. You can visit more worlds. So there's your gate to getting to the next world. Right. Um, he has me do a task to uh, while he does his thing. We later meet up again in the vacant house in District 3. Right. And I, I think that's actually where they talk about the whole, the, heart, the heartless come through the keyhole. They try to right. enter the world core. They try to destroy the world. Right, right. They're trying to destroy the world. And everybody is just like, what's their end game? We have no idea. Right. So after that, we're off. Right. Off to the next world. Well, no, and, you forget it. And as we leave the house, a certain somebody appears. That's right. Riku appears. That's right. He, he appeared. has reappeared. Um, he shows up and... Is just like, hey, I've been looking for you. Isn't Kyrie with you? Because they're both like, hey, is Kyrie with you yeah. to each other? Nope. Well, I guess we're going to find her. And then uh, Riku does the thing that probably made a lot of people go, oh, when the game is he's able to wield the Keyblade. That's right. It didn't disappear out of his hands immediately from Sora. Uh, back to Sora. Right. When back he, to Sora, like when Leon tried to do when it. When Leon had it, it just... Ching. Yeah. So he described. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Oh, this thing," and he just, he holds it like it's nothing. He's holding it like it is like like it was his all along. Right. But and so he just gives it back to Sora, and then he disappears when Sora right. turns up. That's a common theme. Sora turns around, and then they're gone. He's Batman. It's like, it's, it's like my dad who went out to get cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. <Just never> came. <laughs> but, that is what happened to Scott's dad. By so, the way. Um, after that, we move on to another world since we have the new navigation gummy. And with that, we enter the world of Agrabah. That's right. But, yeah, so uh, something before we get into Agrabah, let's not forget Maleficent talks to Riku. Was that before? That's, bef- that, that's before. This is still in Traverse Town. Because when... Oh, that's right. That's when, Riku, when Riku, like, disappears, what actually happens is that Riku... Like goes with Maleficent, yeah, and and Maleficent's like planting the dark seeds into him because she was like, "Oh, look, he replaced you and Kyrie with, with these Donald and Goofy." With Donald yeah. and Goofy. Yeah. He doesn't even care about you anymore, right? Exactly. So she's he's, put, she's, he's just he's just standing there, not even narrow eyed. He's just standing there watching, and he's just right. Like, so that goes back to what I said uh, a few episodes ago of they're setting him up to be the friendly antagonist, right? So I was kind of right in that regard yeah. because it just it just makes sense. Right, right, exactly. He has, he has he has like almost whitish hair. I mean, in in a JRPG, he's going <laughs> to be yeah. he is going to be the enemy. He he has the whitish hair and he's openly antagonist friendly uh, antagonistic to right. the main character. So it's, 
it was like kind when, of it's kind of a given. It's like when my friends and I we first went to go see uh, Monsters Inc. and um, like we saw Mr. Waternoose and I just pointed it up to my friends like, "Hey, that's going to be the bad guy." And they're like, "What?" I was like. He is dark. Everyone, all the good guys. <laughs> he he is dark, and um, Mike and Sully are like bright. He's going bright, to be the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> My friends were mad at me because I pointed that out. Like <laughs> when the movie started. <laughs> so yeah, Maleficent is slowly but surely turning Riku against uh, Sora. Right. How well will this work? We will find out. We will definitely find out here. And with that, we're off to Agrabah. That's right. So, the story, you know, like every world, uh, is pretty straightforward going in. You know, Maleficent is talking to Jafar. Yeah. You know, he's looking for the keyhole. He's going to find that keyhole. That's right. We're also going to find Jasmine, who he was captured, and she has run off, as Jasmine does. That's right. That's Um, right. Am I right in assuming that, save for Genie, they got the voice actors for Aladdin, Jasmine, and Jafar back? Yes. And then I, I feel like they reused movie lines for Jasmine because she had like four lines, and I I feel like those came from the movie. It could have been, but I've I, I've heard they've all been re-recorded. Okay, but the, the, I wouldn't be surprised if like Disney was because Disney is still like in charge of the voice acting. Yeah, and I can I wouldn't be surprised if Disney was like, oh, let's just do this, or you know, I still to this day I still think. I mean, if if uh, what's his name? James Earl Jones like didn't actually like age. I think Disney would have just pulled all of his lines from the original Lion King and put it in that newer that newer version because he didn't change his lines at all. Oh wow! Yeah. So and then Maleficent is there with Jafar as they're talking. He's gonna find the keyhole. Right. Um, and she confirms again that she's looking for the seven princesses. That's right. And Jasmine is one of them. So we've got Alice and we have Jasmine Jasmine. as two of the seven princesses. Did she say seven? I think she said seven. Uh, I know it's seven, so... Okay, so yeah. At this this point... I know this game too well, so I know know what the number is. Okay. So we know that it is Alice and Jasmine. Yeah, we know know two of them so far. And she needs them to open, as she says, the final door. That's right. And... And then Sora and, and party enter Agrabah. That's right. And um, we find Jasmine um, as at the same time as Jafar. He makes off with her again, and you have to, you know, do your gameplay to get to the next cutscene and stuff like that. Right. I find carpet and I free carpet, and he yeah, flies off carpet. to the desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fly, fly, fly off to the desert. This was another one that I made a few laps on because even though I had freed. Um, Jasmine, or I think I freed Jasmine, mm-hmm. or found Jasmine, not yeah, freed her. Yeah, yeah. When I freed Carpet, Donald goes, let's explore the city some more. Yeah. And so I made like 10 circles around those like three areas. The, the three areas, and, and then, then like, like when you realize... Where, where am I supposed to be going because... Yeah, when you then, gotta... And then it's just like, I'm, I guess I'll go to the desert, and then that was it. And it was right. just like, ah, uh, right. Donald, you, you screwed me again. <sighs> Donald... Doesn't cure you, leads you to the wrong direction. So we get out there and we save Aladdin. And at this point, it's basically the Aladdin movie with right. with with Sora mixed into it. And I oh. like. Um, too bad they didn't get Robin Williams to do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, there. You know, there was a whole controversy about that one. 
Oh, that that could be uh, yeah, that yeah, could that could be, be a whole other podcast, could be a whole podcast yeah. on its own. But I do like that they brought Dan Castanella. Yeah, back they did from okay. the second movie. Right. So exactly. So Dan Castanella is in here. I'm going to say this right now. Obviously, obviously, like Dan Castanella is going to be doing Genie for the next few games. Uh, if they did do a Kingdom Hearts game now, it won't be him because early 2002, Dan Castanella was making Simpsons money. Yeah. Um, and Simpsons money was not that much. Mm-hmm. Here we are in like 2020, 2021, I should say. He's still making Simpsons money, but Simpsons money has grown a lot now. Yeah. Like, you know, Compared, so all yeah. those, all those Simpson actors, they're like made set. So like, they, they don't need to be like, oh, you need me to replace uh, Rob Williams. Oh, you want me to be a uh, Megavolt from Darkwing Duck to be in like five episodes? Like they, they don't need to do that anymore. Right. Like, uh, so... <laughs> So, like, you know, he's, like, uh, he is actually, I forget who's the official, like, new voice actor of uh, Genie, uh, but he will show up in uh, one of these remake games because, like, it, it, it was done after Simpsons. Oh, like, oh, one of the Kingdom Hearts remakes. Yeah, one of the Kingdom Hearts. Oh, okay, so it's Dan Castanella now and then later on. Okay. L- well, later can, on. You can point it out when we yeah, get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we get there, I'll, we'll point I'll it probably, out. I'll probably notice it, but... Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's... But, yeah, he... Like, Dan Castanella is now too big to be <laughs> Robin Williams' replacement. Oh, that's too like, bad. That, no, like, that's too like, bad. That's how, like, things are working now. Yeah. It's, like, it, it's so crazy because it's, like... <laughs> like, oh, no, I can't be his replacement anymore. No, I'm I'm not too big for this now. <laughs> so, so... So, I... Aladdin was one of my favorite... Yeah, uh, Disney movies growing up, so I, I I enjoyed the ride of basically getting to play through a right. super short version of the movie. Yes, I liked going into uh, the Cave of Wonders and doing yes. all this stuff. Issue number two, how I said with Traverse Town, and it's not very it's very obtuse with objectives. Nowhere in the game did it tell you when you get Aladdin that you can call Abu <laughs> yes. to do specific things inside the cave of wonder that was never brought up so i'm going through all of these things i didn't have aladdin in my party in the cave of wonders <laughs> that stonewalled me for a solid hour i, I bet because I i'm like what am i doing wrong where am i going i'm going in circles i'm fighting stuff you know i'm basically at level 30 now because i've yeah. gone in circles and it's had the enemy timers have had time to reset so i'm right. fighting through everything constantly uh, and then i pull aladdin in and i go up to one of one of the uh the monkey statues that holds the thing yeah and it says press triangle to call abu and he comes out and touches the stone and something happens and i'm like <laughs> i'm like i guess the game assumed that i should do that but it probably should have mentioned something at the same time yes. because you have to remember some people like me are very stupid <laughs> <laughs> that's true so there's a game it was for the playstation one it was Aladdin Nadira's Revenge and you're probably going to be like who's Nadira? Nadira was not in any of the movies or any of the cartoon or any of the episodes of the cartoon series. They made her for this game. I was about to say is she was she a little one one shot side character from the Disney Adventure comic book run? <laughs> probably. <laughs> no, they just made her up for this game and I oh man, I, I can't but remember the exact story for had. For some reason, I'm thinking she was supposed to be uh, Jafar's sister or something like that. I have I have, I have to check it again. I I own it. Um, but that there's a part in the game that always bothered me. So this game is supposed to take place after the movie. It doesn't really specify this is during the cartoon show, show or not. But it you are 
definitely after the movie. Aladdin knows who Jasmine is. Uh, they're not married. That like you know. So at one point you have to go back to the Cave of Wonders, and for some strange reason you have to go back to the Cave of Wonders. And while you're in the cover- Cave of Wonders, Abu sees the same monkey idol, and he and he feels he has to stu- touch the thing, and j- just so they can like trigger a. Like you know, a dungeon run uh, carpet chase. Yeah. Uh, that, that's all that was for. And just through my whole mind, I'm like, how did how's Abu this stupid to fall for this same thing? Well, again, he, he is a monkey after all. I know he is a monkey. Yeah. Like uh, that, that part of the game like bothered me. Well, there's a lot of parts of that game bothers me. It was it wasn't like developed well. But that well, it's part... a good thing that's not the game we're playing. Yeah. Exactly. That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, after figuring out all of the stuff, I, I should have walked in there with Aladdin to begin with. Right. That's that's on me. Exactly. Um, so I do that, and uh, I, I guess the, the, the washover point is Jafar has the lamp at right. this point because he yes. stole it from you back in Agrabah. So yep. he makes Genie fight you. Right? right. And that was a super, super simple battle to take him down and then have to fight his uh, Genie form as well. Right. You have to fight his Genie form. And... I- after that, uh, you go to seal up the keyhole, and Jasmine is there, and right. she, she she does her she the the turns around right and just <gasps> and blackout. Um, we seal the keyhole right, and I think I don't think a gummy piece came out of that keyhole. I don't think so. No. I, I don't think so. Um, you we go to leave, and before before we leave the world, we get another cutscene. Right, and the cutscene this time is that uh, it was actually Riku that captured Jasmine. That's right. Riku is working for Maleficent because Maleficent is promising him Kyrie. That's right. And it's just like, all right, what's going on here? What angle is Maleficent playing? Right. Because Kyrie has appeared twice to Sora now. Right. And uh, Maleficent is like, hey, you've gotten me two princesses or whatever. Here's a vessel. Go see Kyrie. And even Riku's onto it. He's just like, "What are you up to? What? Where's the catch? What is this?" And she's just like, "I just want you to be happy." And it's right. just like, mm-hmm, "Okay, all right, we'll we'll see." Because Riku was able to wield the Keyblade, my guess uh, is that she is using going to use him after they uh, eliminate Sora. She wants to control the Keyblade using Riku since he can wield it. Mm-hmm. That's my guess on it so far. And I guess we'll see what happens. We, we will see exactly what happens. Um, so a few things I kind of want to uh, talk about. First, I want to—I I forgot to mention this like the first time we went to Traverse Town. Uh, the Heartless, for some reason, in Final Mix, they're different colors. I don't know why. Uh, because like the armor Heartless that like the, the the first time you fought in Traverse Town, and then yeah. the second time you fought where he's upside down. Yeah. In the original game, he's purple. For this reason, for some reason, this one, this game, is like red and white. Oh, hmm. yeah. Okay. It, 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 it's it, it um it was a, it's a weird thing. And some of the other like I believe that the the heartless in Wonderland and also the chameleon, I think they're also different colors as well. Um, I like I can't memorize all all those colors. Like when we get to Chain of Memories, like if you see that they're different colors, is that's why. Gotcha. Um. The other thing is, what did you think about the actual like switching characters? Um, I liked it. Yeah, I, I it liked was, it too. It's fun to have them in in the party. Yeah, to, to so, do stuff. 
So because I'm so used to like Final Fantasy, like whenever like there's like, hey, you have a new par- party member, I'm here always think thinking that like I was thinking like you know when I left uh like Deep Jungle, I thought like Tarzan was gonna come with me. Ah, uh, and yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, because Aladdin wanted to go with the party right. at the at, you know once you finished up that world, and Donald and Goofy's just like that's world meddling. It's like nope, yeah, nope. Yeah. And I know that's a lot of Disney right there. Like, like I will say, this game was very, it has been very loose on like what characters can meet each other because uh, friggin' like Merlin and the the go- fairy godmother are like in the room next to each other, yeah. and then we have Maleficent talking to like Jafar and Hades and all she, those people. Yeah, she she's basically talked to all, all of the villains from a lot of the movies like uh, Hook, Oogie Boogie, right. Hades, Jafar. I think those are the only ones. Right. I actually wrote this down. (laughs) Yeah, Hades, Jafar, Ursula. Ursula, yeah. I haven't seen Ursula Ursula since that very first cutscene either, so Hook, Oogie Boogie, and Maleficent. That's the those are like the the the, the big ones. So Right. And I know I know with like Disney 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 doesn't like to do the whole like World cinematic universe kind like, of thing. Like, yeah, because they, they, and that's they kinda, what this is. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, like so they're very particular with their franchise, and like to me, it's it was kind of like weird that this like the, out of all the games, this is the one that still has the most leniency on it. Really, but, but we still can't get the characters go leave their world except for Genie. Genie, Genie was like, okay, well, uh, Sim. I mean, you've got Simba as right. a summon, so right. they, they allowed. Some stuff, yeah, yeah. They, just... they, they allowed they, they allowed some stuff, but that's like that's their spirit. If you, yeah, yeah, it's not the actual character except for Genie, right? Right, exactly. That's actually Genie. That is actually Genie. Well, he is he is a Genie, so right. His his yeah, he's a Genie. Um, like I, I just thought that was just kind of weird, but I just remember like when I first I was like, what? I can't bring them with me. The other thing I was so worried about was like when I switch them out, I was like, wait, the person I switch out, do, do they not level up? They do. Um, I don't know if it's a one-to-one exchange on XP when they're not in party. When some when games will do a ratio. Yeah. Like, they'll mm-hmm. only get, like, 60% of the experience earned. So, when they're not in party, they still earn XP. So, like, whoever's not in party will still um, earn it. When you get to the other games, like, if, like, Donald's not in your party, but you have Aladdin... Oh, you'll if Donald levels up, it'll actually tell you Donald levels up. Oh, okay, that's good. This game, when Donald levels up, if he's not in your party, they won't tell you that he leveled up. But he actually did level up. Yeah, I believe that because he's been on track with right. the rest of the party. Right, right. So that's that's how I came to figure that when a like Aladdin leveled up, yeah, I'm like, all right, well, if he's leveling up, that means that people in party aren't. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I'll. That that's just uh, how, uh, how how I feel about that. Um, how I how I feel about the uh, the characters. I do. I mean, every time they come in with new characters, I'm like, ah, yeah. Let me let me. Yeah, trade you them get out. them for that. I figured you get them for that world. They probably won't come with you, so I'll just use them. Right. Also, I liked that Aladdin also had treasure magnet, so I had double yes. treasure magnet going on, and yes. I also had I think an extra ability that everybody dropped more stuff. So I'm I'm rolling in ethers right now. Right. Right. I'll, Aladdin is always like the the jackpot guy. He's yeah. like, hey, guess what? You guys can. He has his like whole street rat kind of thing yeah. where you make sure he steals, uh, for uh from everyone. So at this point, in terms of total playtime, I think I'm pushing eight hours in. Oh, nice. Across all of the stuff that I uh, played up to this point, and I think two or three worlds are 
up next. Right. Yeah. So I think I'm not I, sure what I'm not sure what's next, but I think we've got it written down somewhere. Uh, yeah, I, I know we got it written down somewhere. I think I, I think at one point, I think at one point we're going to, you know, probably get eaten up or and even see what's under the sea over there. Right. So. That, see, that, 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 that's the hints for next week. I'm kind of, yeah, I think I'm kind of going in the order of star ratings on the worlds just to keep it as simple and yeah. straightforward as possible. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's to be honest, like, that's the best way to do so, it, is to do it by, by, by star rating. In terms of story, like, in the, you know, in the almost 10 hours that I've, I've played, I guess the, the best summary is Heartless are destroying worlds for an unknown reason. Maleficent is gathering the princesses to open the final door. And that's really it. Uh, I have gathered the first paper of the Ansem reports. I don't oh, okay. know if I can openly read that though. I don't. I, I didn't try to look at the item. I've, 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 I've check. I, I might have to take it to somebody to, to read it. Probably should go to Leon and see if he knows anything about it. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember because um, I haven't. I haven't gotten any of the Ansem reports yet. Uh, but I will say this now because I remember when I because when I first got the game, I'd read them like on the screen and everything. Thank God we got internet and we got like people who <laughs> who have nothing better to do but to write this out in Word and I can just like you yeah. know just read it in my leisure on a computer like in like a font I want to read in instead of. Hey man, yeah, YouTube's great these days for that kind of also that kind of stuff. Of I would like to see the end of this game again, but I don't want to put forty hours into it. Right, and then you just go find someone who's uploaded the final uh, cutscene to YouTube and watch it it's right like, thank you thank <laughs> right. you kind stranger right exactly it's like thank you so much you know what i'm glad you have the skills to do it and the patience but yeah that's all we got uh for this week uh we'll come back come up uh, come back next week we'll got got some more stuff going on we'll we'll see if uh scott gets confused with story yet i don't think he will not it's this pretty straightforward so yeah. far so i guess we'll see what ha although i the thing i'm confused on the most is why the heartless are trying to destroy the worlds because it doesn't it doesn't feasibly make any sense on why they're trying to do that you know what why why does cobra want to destroy the world when no. they have nowhere else to go well i mean it said that maleficent and agrabah is using the heartless so she's not their masters no. so there must be a greater power out there oh yeah of course there's always a greater power i mean it's that's a JRPG for you. Exactly. So That's a JRPG. I'm waiting for that 11th hour reveal. But yeah. until next week. All right. Until next time, guys. See ya. Kingdom Hearts Discussion of Auditory is part of the Res TV network. Go to res.tv to find other great podcasts, including Turtle Recall.